What's good, y'all? Jay Boogie in full effect mode. Bun down is the sound. You know how we do. This is, of course, The Lounge Presents. And today, we have welcoming back into the lounge space, none other than Body Bag Band, Dono Bruh! Woo! Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you for having me, man. My dog, my dog. It's great to have you back in the lounge space, man. I appreciate you having me, man. All right, let's get this, let's get this popping. As you know, Right here on The Lounge Presents, we always ask our guests one question to start things off because, and there's a very specific reason for it, because after X amount of episodes over X amount of years, there's always a, a commonality that, that that most of us share. So Body Bag Ben, how are you introduced to hip hop culture? You know, I, um, <clears throat> I had a lot of older friends growing up and uh, older cousins and even even like family members, you know, I mean, I remember music was always in the house. Music was always a part of like everything we did. You know, if we had little birthday parties and uh, barbecues and shit in, in the park. There was always music playing. I remember always hearing like cool in the gang and hearing like some kind of funk being played and some kind of like zapping Roger or shit like that. You know what I mean? Like I always remember hearing music like my whole life as a kid, you know what I mean? From my, just my family. and getting, you know, uh, gatherings and shit like that. But um, I'd have to say probably like the defining moment when I was probably, I was probably like, I don't know, 11, 12, something like that. Um, yeah, I grew up in a kind of a weird neighborhood, man, where it was like, you know, Oxnard was pretty, pretty tough area back in the day, man. You had, you know, a lot of gang activity, a lot of violence, a lot of drug activity and shit like that. And, you know I mean? It was either you're going to, run around with those kind of guys and do that kind of shit or try to do something that was going to keep you out of trouble. You know what I mean? And we used to play sports when we were kids and listen to music. That's what kept us. That's what kept me out of trouble. You know what I mean? And I hear that. I still managed to, <laughs> I still managed to, you know, get myself into my fair, my fair share of trouble anyway. But that shit kept me out of like the hardcore, like bad going to prison type shit where a lot of my homies and some of my family members and people like that were, we're getting caught up in so you know i remember my uh my dad he uh he I, I i always thank him for this too man i remember when i was like 12 i was like man i want a dj you know what i'm saying like i want to i want some turntables and shit <laughs> and so yeah he like went to a swap meet or uh somewhere and got me some cheap ass turntables and that dude that was it i was hooked bro like every every Game day at home, that's all i wanted to do was just go in the room and mess around with the turntables and play records and try to scratch. And, you know, I was terrible back then, obviously. And, well, not that I'm any better now, but <laughs> <laughs> I, um, that, that was kind of it for me, man. Just, just always having like music playing in the back of my head, just from growing up and, um, hearing it at a young age and just wanting to be a part of it, just wanting to make something, create something. And, I've always kind of had that, bro. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to say it just kind of happened, um, you know, later on in life. It was at a very young age where I got exposed to it and uh, wanted to be a part of it somehow. Rather, it's like I said, DJing or I started learning how to play instruments real young. Nice. Drums, uh, guitar, piano, shit like that when I was like 12, okay. 15. Um, but like hip hop, that kind of element of it was always prevalent. You know what I mean? And um, yeah. That was something that always resonated with me and I always like the low end stuff. I always like the stuff with like a lot of sustain and, you know, don't get me wrong. I like a lot of mainstream records, but 
you know, I'm always going to side B. Let's see what side B is all about. You know what I'm saying? Like, B so side wins again. Yeah, all the time. And <laughs> then, and um, so that was kind of that's kind of like the start of it. And then it just you know kept growing, kept evolving, and you know here we are today, man. And it's it's uh, it's been a long journey. It's been a, it's been a crazy ride, but um, you know, I've I've enjoyed most of it. Um, some of it has been a little aggravating, but uh, that's part of it. You know, you go through the growing pains of it, and you and you learn, you get better. Right. You know, what I'm saying each 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 lesson, you know, each scar gives you a lesson. And uh, oh yeah, per oh I love the way you put it. That's perfect. Yeah, right. I wouldn't I wouldn't change. Great way to put it. So, um, but yeah, it's 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 been a long journey, bro. <laughs> you know, I felt like <laughs> you know. So you started out, you start out with turns though. Yeah. Oh yeah. Facts. And and. I mean, it, it, it's no secret that you live. I mean, the state of California is is known for turntablism. Oh yeah. Okay. You grew up, you know, in a really, really like like a hotbed of, of burgeoning. So, but but you know, like you're not at the DMC. You're you're dropping records. You're producing. You're rapping. So what shifted? Um, like I said, I, I always I think. For me, the kind of the, the paradigm of, of that is um, when I started playing instruments. Okay. I started liking the way that felt to create something from nothing. Just the, okay. the, thought of, the thought of just having a sound in your head and being able to kind of like bring that to life was always like fascinating to me. You know what I mean? If I could hear, you know, some kind of, just some some sound. I don't know. I, I never knew what it was. It was just something that always triggered me, and I'd be like, "No, I could I could take that, mix it with this, and do this." And you know what I mean? Like my brain was always going like that. Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't really get heavy into producing until much much later down the road. But okay, I started playing instruments very young. Started writing music very young, and then I started really falling in love with with uh, with writing. With you know, being trying to be an MC and trying to craft those type of skills, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, back in the day, man, it's like you go to these parties, you know, in the backyard, people are, people are doing a freestyle session. Yeah. So yeah. Cyphers. Yeah. About the nineties, bro. Growing up, <laughs> there was always a cypher, dude. Rather it was at school, rather it was at some party, rather it was at the homie's house, whatever. And it was always dope. And, um, you know, I had some good mentors growing up that I used to look up to, um, you know, they don't really rap too much anymore. They're, they're older cats, but, Back in the day, you know, these guys were the, they were they're the ones, you know, in the neighborhood yeah. I grew up in. The, these guys were the ones, and um, you know, I used to look up to these guys and be like, "Bro, I'm gonna be, I want to, I want to be like those guys. I want to, I want to be able to rap like those guys." And uh, you know, stuck with it. And eventually, you know, I ended up surpassing these guys because I literally would just be every single day, bro, just writing runs, writing runs, and, and it got to the point where I'm like. 30, 50, 40 books deep of just, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I really good at freestyling back in the day. So that's, that shit was just, just came natural to me, bro. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. It just came natural. I hear to me. that. I hear that. Well, I mean, obviously you were born with this gift. Appreciate that, man. You know, well, I mean, like, let's be honest because let's talk about those ciphers you, you mentioned. Yeah. Not everyone in those ciphers is, is where you're at right now. No, not none of them. Honest, you know what I'm saying? So, like, obviously, yo, you were born with this gift. I appreciate that. Yeah, I'm just saying. I just now, feel like, yeah, why hip hop though? Um, you, you know what? You, you, based on based on what you've told me, 
you you could have you could have gone in a couple of easy routes. But why hip hop? What was it about hip hop that really spoke to you and made you want to contribute to you know the greater canon? Right. It's just raw and rugged, bro. You know what I mean? Like I <laughs> yeah. the, the authenticity of it. <clears throat> you know, you hear these people talking their shit and it's like, man, I could relate with that. You know what I'm saying? Like that's I, that's how I feel. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm not angry, you know what I mean? Like by the time Eminem and all that rolled around, I was already older and all that shit. And and uh yeah, you know, I, I think I liked him for like the wordplay and just like the shock value of it. But like yeah, I didn't want to put my girlfriend in the trunk and drive her off a bridge. You know? <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> like <laughs> when i listened to mob deep and when i listened to like you know shit like that i was like man even though those dudes were it was east coast and it's a whole other world whole other all over just three thousand miles away like we were living the same way you know what i mean like yeah you my fucking my fucking cousin used to sell dope through a crack in the backyard through the fence and shit oh shit yeah, it was <laughs> you know i mean like it's just as active in the west coast man like just as oh, active yeah. with with the with the with that kind of lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, mm. you know what I mean? And, and so I could relate to that. You know what I mean? Like when we right. put the records on, we used to drive around, listen to the, you know, infamous and, you know, G rap and shit like that. It just resonated with me. And, uh, I just kind of felt like that's, that's how I feel too. You know what I mean? And, uh, yeah, it just felt real to me. You know what I mean? It just felt real. And, uh, you know, I, I just wanted to, I don't know. I, just, I guess I just wanted to tell my version of what that meant. That's you know clutch. I mean? Give them, give them my my spin on that. Yeah, man, that's you know? clutch. You know what I mean? Yep. And just the wordplay, just like the the, yes. the overall structure of being able to do it. And uh, you know, what I mean, not everyone should be rapping, bro. There's a lot of people. No, be rapping. Oh, <laughs> no. Planet Asia dude said it best. He he said something like, "Man, not everybody rapped back then, and if you did, you got beat up." <laughs> you know what I mean. mean you know, or at the very least, clown the fuck out. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't know, man. I think I think today's world's, you know, a lot of people are just, you got a lot of people who are just yes men. Like, yeah, bro, that's that's dope. And it's like, you know, you're not doing that person any justice by by, uh, by lying to them. You know what I mean? Like, no. I know people don't like my shit. And you know what? I don't, it, it's good. I that's need, okay. I need that. Yeah, I need yeah. that motivation to be like, all right, bet, you know. I need to go harder. I need to work harder. Or that dude just being a hater and that shit's fire. And he just don't want to admit it. <laughs> I mean, okay, we'll be, let's be honest. There's that too. <laughs> and either which way, it doesn't bother me, man. Because it's all, you know, it's all subjective. Music is exactly. Shit, so it's all, it's exactly. All exactly. Now, it sounds to me like there was definite familial support for your chosen vocation. Um, at, at, You know what? It, I don't want to say like it was immediate, you know, I had to okay. work, you know, I had to work on it, you know, in the beginning, <clears throat> in the beginning, you know, it's when you start young, when anybody starts real young, you don't have enough life experience yet. You know what I mean? You exactly. got to go, you got to go through some shit to, to, yeah. get, to be able to honor, you know, honor life and honor the, the whole process of it, man. Like, you know, when you're 13, 14, come on, man, like, unless you're, unless you're like, living in the streets like for real it, yeah. it's you know what i mean like okay what's the hardest thing i gotta do i gotta wake up i gotta go to school <laughs> <You know? laughs> but um you know there's there's a lot of shit going on in, in my in my area bro like you know it was all it was always gang shit and now yeah. that was one thing that that i try to avoid the most but it was hard for me to do because 
my cousin was, um, you know, he was in a, he was in a, a gang and he had a lot of enemies, man. And everyone mm-hmm. knew he lived because he used to live with us. And it was just, it was fucking chaos. You know what I mean? So every yeah. time go to school, walk home from school or just be outside and, you know, out in front or just going to the, going to the grocery store or, you know, the, the market right there to whatever. It was always drama. Someone was always lurking in the fucking shadows and shit. <laughs> you know? Damn. Cause we used to have to cut through this park to, to get to the market. And, uh, Every time we went through the park, man, it was like it was like like that movie, The Warriors, bro. Like turn your nade, turn your nade, waiting there to get you. You know what I mean? And, yeah, uh, man. So you, you know, we had to grow up fast, and uh, I think uh, that kind of accelerated accelerated it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? So from the time I started writing at like twelve, thirteen to the to fifteen. I felt like it was just like just just this massive breakthrough in just like wisdom and knowledge and just experience and shit that I've already been through. And I felt like like okay, now I'm starting to find my sound. Now I'm start now now I'm starting to find what I'm trying to convey. And it wasn't like I was trying to put out no real powerful message or anything like that. You know, my favorite rapper growing up. And still to this day, you know, Chino XL. You know what I mean? I okay. Yeah, Shout out Chino XL. Yeah, Say what? Brother right there, man. We got we got something major, major coming on the way, man. And, uh, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Man, and uh, you know, I'm excited to finally be able to put it out. But um that's pretty sick. Yeah, Damn, yeah. That's pretty sick. One of those ones too, where I, you know, at a young age was exposed to from older homies. You know, He's a beast. Oh my years. god. You know, 1996, I was, what, fucking 12 years old in 1996, <laughs> you know? So listening to Chino at 12, 13, it was like, it's just mind-blowing, you know what I mean? For real. Yeah, you man. Know? So gifted. So gifted. Yeah, because, you know, at the time, what was popping? Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg. You know I mean? Don't get me wrong. Those are those oh, yeah. fantastic. I've, I've had the honor and privilege of working with Snoop and, you know, just listening to that stuff on the west coast you know i mean you you kind of forget what you know how the how the music was originated and what would like one of the main elements you know being an mc and part of being an mc is just having this dynamic ability to craft words metaphors similar you know just all the all the things in the in the you know that linguistics have to offer <laughs> yeah <laughs> better than chino man at the time that guy was doing he was that's serious that that's i love the fact that you guys are working on something together or is it already finished oh it's done yeah it's oh done. god damn yeah we're just tweaking uh tweaking so, so we're getting y'all back up in this piece then <laughs> yeah no, hell been... yes that's pretty sweet so so, so the, the, your family whole... your family eventually got around to it then like, oh, he's serious. Um, I think they knew I was serious about it very young. Because like okay. I said, my dad would come in the room and be like, what are you doing? I'm writing, writing. Turntables, always music playing. Uh, I would I would listen to um, the Wake Up Show on the radio. Hey, you know, the Wake Up Show. You know, fucking pirate beats and shit from shit I never heard before. You know, a lot of, a lot of the stuff I, I hadn't heard was, you know, getting played by you know uh uh revolution on on yeah. the wake show you know what i mean yeah. dropping a lot of shit 
And then once I started listening to like the uh, Repmatic, Peace to Repmatic, that's my bro. Oh, Peace to Repmatic. Oh, yes. Really good dude. Beat uh, Beat Junkies, legend. You know him, mm-hmm. D Styles. Um, getting my hands on, you know, on those early Beat Junkies tapes. That shit, just like, bro, you're like, whoa, hold on a second. This is like some groovy, funky, like just ill shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and yeah. That that changed the deny, the deny, uh, dynamic of, uh, you know, just my thought, you know, because at the, at the time, like I said, the illest rapper, the illest shit to me is Chino XL. And like I said, I still is. I got much respect for that brother right there. But once I started kind of digging deeper into it and going, oh, shit, there's like a subgenre within hip hop. You know what I mean? That's right. just like yeah, movie yeah. kind of funky stuff. And, um, you know, that led me to like listening to like Mad Lib, you know, even though I was from hey. Oxnard Native. Yeah, I didn't listen oh, to yeah. it until I was like a little bit older, until I was like 16 or 17. And, uh, and uh, you know, the first little bit missed me, but I was lucky enough to catch it, you know, before it got just worldwide craziness. Um, you know, shout out, shout out to Madlib, shout out to DJ Williams and, and Ono oh and them guys. Cosmo. Oh, hell yeah. Um, shout out to Oxnard. Yeah, peace to Oxnard. I gotta, I'll be real with you. Like, until Madlib came along, I, I'd never heard of Oxnard, right? Because we're up here in Canada, right? <laughs> yeah, why would you? <laughs> we, we've had, we have familiarity with, with other markets in California simply because, you know, they've had more exposure either through DJing, especially DJing. Goddamn. And then of course the MCs never come out of there. But I remember when I first heard about a little town called Oxnard, I went, damn, where the hell is that? Where the fuck is Oxnard? (laughs) 50 miles from LA on the, on the coast, man, going up towards, you know, San Francisco and shit, or not even that far, Santa Barbara, but uh, it's North, you know? And uh, yeah, I mean, why would you? It's it's fucking unless you're into strawberries and shit, you know. What I mean? yeah. <laughs> you know, you know what's crazy about Oxnard, man, is it 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 supplies eighty percent of the world's strawberries. Oh in, shit! In cilantro. Damn. Eighty percent. So I'm eating your strawberries and your cilantro. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Salute. Not, not hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> Of course, that's when Loop Pack came in and, and changed that. So yeah, you know, it, it didn't surprise me. Like, because when we moved, when we moved from Oxnard to uh, to LA, mm-hmm. I would tell people, "Yeah, we're from Oxnard." They're like, "What the fuck? Is, where is that at?" You know, <laughs> Oxnard. Where the fuck is that? It was actually kind of close. It's like fifty miles or less, like forty-six miles. So, but yeah, man, a lot's changed. You know, now now Oxnard's just like any other fucking area that's close to a big city man it's being yeah. over and it's it's getting it's getting gentrified and right it's kind of sad to see because i remember growing up there it was just like mad just like fields agriculture just just it was beautiful man and now it's just like any other fucking city just apartment buildings everywhere bullshit starbucks and all that bullshit everywhere it's like yeah how many, how many fucking starbucks and how many fucking mcdonald's could you cram into a fucking 25 mile radius it's crazy well according according to their you know game plan uh, as many as they can get in i don't get it either you know like on one end i kind of get it but on the same end i kind of don't because if you have like one starbucks on one block and then one three blocks down yeah. fine it's different owners but what <laughs> yeah it's crazy so there's, this, make... there's, there's this intersection in town where there's one on one street corner and literally one across the street <laughs> I, don't get that. I don't understand that you know it's wild. other than other than getting supplies from each other if they run out 
I can't see a reason for why that helps. You know what I mean? Or like, oh, we're too busy. Run over across the street because they're not. Like, well, it makes some sense for me. I don't know. But we're not worrying about Starbucks. We're going to be talking about this brand new record, which is unbelievable. I, I, I had no doubts, right? I had no doubts because if we're going to be frank, we're not going to ask you one if you're not dope. <laughs> Because because uh, our, our the only our main reason for existing is to help push dope artists like yourself, dope product like Integrity too. So I mean, it goes without saying. But let's talk. Let's talk about it. This is this is part two. Yeah. Right. So when when did you and Ito decide you were going to do a sequel? Um, you know, right before we jumped on, I was kind of going through the. Um through the uh the history of that and um you know when we me and ito first connected <clears throat> it's probably like 2016 when we first started talking about it you know what i'm saying and we had like a, we worked on a single and then we worked on some other little shit and um i just i stepped to him i was like bro let's just do let's just do uh let's do an album and um you know it came together <clears throat> we put it out i think it was well received uh, we put it out and uh the vinyls, everything was, everything moved. Everything moved good. I think people liked it. We had some pretty dope features on it. And this was before any, all these guys blew up, you know, in Brom Streets and right. Daniel Sun and, and, uh, and uh, Al Davino and all these other guys. And uh, even Ito, you know, relatively, you know, everyone yeah. was on, everyone was on, it, yeah. still, everyone was kind of on the cusp still. Yeah. You know, this is when you could reach out directly to Rome, Rome Streets and, <laughs> He'd hit you back in like five yeah, seconds. Yeah, those days uh, gone. Yeah. Now, <laughs> those days so gone. <laughs> you don't remember. I don't know. Maybe he does. Maybe he does. You know, people who were rocking with him back then. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. I don't know. Get the fuck you to but, um, Yeah, so it was, it was fun, man. We put that together. I was real excited about it. Um, I've always liked Ito. I've always been a fan of his. Um, And I think I was able to make something even then when I was still kind of making my bones and, and still kind of navigating on what I want to sound like right now. I kind of feel like I got a signature sound, you know, now when people hear my show, oh, yeah. Yeah, that's been, um, yeah. still then I was still trying to figure that out. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, um, and I think it still came together sounding good. I think it complemented his, his, uh, his flow, his tone. And that's really what I try to do, man. Like when I work with, different MCs and, and whatever else, you know, I study their shit. I study their voice. I study the, uh, the, the discography, you know what I'm saying? And, and I try not to just continue on with like the same version of what the last guy did or what the last record sound like. Right. Right. I'm completely different. I want to make it fresh. I want to make it sound like we were in the studio together, whatever, whatever. So, uh, we were able to do that. <clears throat> we put that one out, I think, uh, 18. I can't remember exactly the date. But, um, and then we knew then, it was like, oh, we got to run it back. You know what I mean? Like, it's well received. You know, the vinyl sold out, everything, everybody was a fan of it and whatever else. And so, you know, life goes on, things happen. You know what I mean? We're both working with other people, and two years go by, we're like, Shit, we gonna do it? <laughs> you know, what I mean, are we still gonna do part two? And it was like 2020, and then uh, 
you know, then COVID happened and all that crazy shit happened. I don't know if that was 20 and 21. I can't even remember anymore. It's been so long now. But we basically started it during COVID when it first okay. started. And, um, and then it took another year just to get it done. Um, so that record, you know, I mean, it, it realistically, <laughs> when it come out last year, it should have, it should have came out in 21 is, is kind of what I'm getting at. And, uh, mm. you know, it just, it, it took a little while, bro. You know I mean? It took, it took a long time to, to get, um, to get together because, you know, just this, that, and the other thing. But, um, you know what? I'm kind of glad it happened the way it did because uh, it gave us both time to really, to just get better, you know what I mean? Like with more right. time, you know, your experience, you, you, that blade's going to get sharper. And, um, you know, we were able to kind of go back and and tailor some things later on down the road that we wouldn't have been able to do if we were just like in a rush to just push it out and, okay. and make, try to make some bread off of it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, I'm kind of glad it happened the way it did. And um, I think it was you know, was able to turn into what it turned into. Um, and I think what we did was pretty solid. You know I mean, I think for the most part, again, well-received. I think people uh, people were kind of, I don't want to say surprised, but um, I think they were kind of more like, oh, shit, Ben's rapping on the, whole, on the whole thing. And it wasn't really, it wasn't supposed to happen that way, to be honest. Oh, for real? Nah, nah. I was only oh, gonna, okay. I was only gonna rap on like one or two songs, but uh, you know, cause I'm not a rapper. <clears throat> you know, <what> I mean? <laughs> Bugsy, if he ever sees this, my homie Supreme Cerebral, really dope MC. I don't know if you, I don't know if you've uh, heard of him, but he's 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 a good bro, man. He's one of my one of my friends, and he always he always laughs at me. He's like, "Man, you're a rapper. Shut the fuck up. You rap." <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, I mean, I rap." But that doesn't mean I'm a rapper, you know what I mean? So it's just a little inside joke that we got. But, uh, <laughs> so so I, you don't consider yourself a rapper? Uh, no. Nah. Okay. Yo. You just um, rap. <laughs> I just pop up and I pop up and do what I got to do when, when the time when the, when the time's right, you know what I'm saying? So I hear that. Um, I hear that. Yeah, so we had the whole record and and we we're in and I was thinking to myself, you know what? You know, and there's no shout out, no no shade at E. That's my bro. I was like, man, if I gotta wait for this dude to write two verses for every song, it's <laughs> gonna be another year and a half. That's gonna be that this record gonna come out. <laughs> so I just said, fuck it. Once I got all his shit, I sat there, I wrote ten verses in about maybe fourteen days or less, maybe less than a little less than two weeks, wrote everything, recorded everything, and started mixing and mastering it. And um I sent it to him and he was like, he was like, yeah, no, that's, he was like, that's good. He was like, you did it, man. He was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie and say that that's not ill. He goes, you did your, you did your thing. Okay. Uh, so shout out to my bro, man. And, um, hey. and just, again, it wasn't supposed to happen that way. You know, it's funny because right. I, I read a couple comments where it was like some fucking, fucking haters, bro. Some, and it's always some fool that has like, 64 followers <laughs> it's just private you know what i mean it's some fool that's <laughs> this fool's watching you you know what i'm saying and he was like this dude would be like then should just stick to producing you know he the same hey they're like hey man hey i'm gonna like i said not everyone's gonna like his shit but 
I know for me, if I feel like I got a solid ear for it, like if it passes like my inspection, I feel like it's going to be pretty sturdy on most people's like opinion, whether it's good or not. Yeah. And uh, I feel like I did. I feel like I did my fucking my thing on that. Oh, you did, man. Jeez. (laughs) You did. Don't worry about Mandem. Trust. You did. (laughs) Trust. You definitely did. Appreciate you, man. Have you got any visuals planned for Integrity 2? So um, I've been trying to get him out here for a little while. Yeah, that's the tough thing, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? He's 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 got a family, bro, and you know, he's he's a little bit older and shit. And you know, what I mean, I don't expect him to just drop everything he's doing, you know. Yeah. But um I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll tell you guys there will be part three. We're we're gonna do a part three. Okay. Out to close out the uh the series. Um and with that the one trilogy. Yeah, and with that one nice. we're gonna go we're gonna go full blast, man, with the sick visuals just everything we're gonna have a good rollout hopefully there ain't another fucking covid 25 okay don't jinx it now (laughs) but um yeah so if it wasn't for that man we would have been able to do all kinds of shit oh yeah we had it all planned you know i mean he was gonna come out i was gonna you know take care of the whole shit i had the videos we had everything dialed in and then oh wait never mind we ain't doing shit damn you know what I mean? Yeah, COVID, COVID really made everyone yeah, re rejig the game plan. It's it's whack because like even now I feel I feel worse now like today at this exact moment than I ever did when I had COVID. And I've, I've had that shit like three times. <laughs> Damn, you got it three times? That I know of. I probably had Jeez. it more. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, I don't miss that shit at all. Okay, I'll be. No, no, that shit sucks. <laughs> I don't miss that shit at all. It, yeah, shit was so whack. I, I, I want to commend both of you because recording a project on two different coasts, yeah, a lot of people do it, but it don't it doesn't always work out if we're gonna be friends. No. Because the kind of chemistry that's required to put out a cohesive record yeah. is a whole nother nother. But you guys did it, man. So I gotta commend you on that for real. Well, you know what? He he just trusted me. You know, he sent the vocals over and just be like, do your thing. You know what I mean? And you know, once you once you have the vocal stems, you could you could do anything you want with it. You could put him where he needs to go. I come in first, he comes in second, da, 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 da. you know what I'm saying? Or whatever. You could put little just transitions here and make the beat yep. do this. Da, 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 da. You, you know, that's when you start the producing aspect of it. Because right. before that you're just right. sending beats. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And then and then once once you get the vocals, then you start producing the record. And then, um, you know, arranging it, and then you mix it, master it, blah blah blah. So it came together real nice, man. You know, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie, dude. It's a good record. You know, it's mean? a damn good record. It's a good record. Hell it's yeah, a man. And um, you know, shout out to Rick Hyde. Shout out to Daniel Sun for uh, you know contributing. Those guys are both really dope. Yes, yeah. yes. Daniel Sun, Canadian Sun. Yeah, that's my dude. Hell right. yeah. Yeah, he's he is killing the game right now. Yeah, Jeez. Yeah. Uh, we got a full length coming on too. And, oh uh, god. Yeah, man. We got people have been asking for that one for a long time, man. And uh, okay. we finally connected. We finally got it going and we're we're halfway done. Um so yeah, shout out to shout out to Daniel. Uh really solid dude. Um I think people are gonna the same way you feel about integrity, I think. Is you're gonna feel about what me and Daniel did 
Um, Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I wasn't planning on rapping on it, but I'm I'm, I'm playing double duty on this one, too. Fuck you know? yes, man. And, uh, yes, man. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, after we're done, I'll send you a, I'll send you a cut off the, off the record. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. With it, with it. Man, it's great having you in the lounge space again. Obviously, you're going to be back in <laughs> right quick when the other projects drop. We're going to get you back in because, like we said, we exist to help push the dope shit. And we need more outlets because yeah. the game done changed on us in the last, you know, three years. And there aren't as many outlets. Media is, is shrinking. Yeah. Okay. So now we're being left our own devices. Well, that's fine. Cause you know what? This is hip hop and we always been left our own devices anyway. Yeah. Right. So it is what it is, but man, we, we, we definitely are always down to help you push any project you do, man, because you know what you're doing, man, and you're 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 key key figure in in this hip hop shit. I'm I'm just putting it down like that. Well, I appreciate you, bro. And I'm gonna say something like like this. It's um, you know, when you got genuine guys like you who are here as support systems, as you know, fans. And I don't even want. I don't even say fan as a way to make it sound yeah. like. I'm we're here. all fans. No, nah, we're all fans of this. I'm a fan first. Yeah, like, man. Hell yeah. Thing in there, bro, is a lot of people forgot how to be a fan first. Yeah. You yeah. know, a lot of these podcaster guys, these guys who got these little platforms and all this and shit, and that they're they're not they're not approaching it from a fan point of view where they want to, you know, talk to the person of interest. They're, now they're, they just they just want to blow up on a quote that they can get viral, and it's like they're plugging their shit. So that's a whole other lane, you know what I'm saying? So like, I'm very, I'm, I don't say I'm standoffish, bro. Like I, I'm a personality guy. Like I like to talk to people, um, very personable. But I know when someone's not being genuine, you know what I'm saying? So a lot of times I don't do I don't do interviews. I don't really be talking to a lot of people like that. Um, I keep my business real tight, real real quiet. No one really knows what I'm doing until it's time to drop it. You know what I'm saying? And, I love uh, that. I you love know, that. And, and I think I've been like that for a reason because I just, you know, kind of going through this shit now. And it's been at least seven years or eight years now that I've been on, you know, trying to get my shit on and networking and doing this and doing that. You know what I mean? Like, you just kind of like, I don't know, bro. Like, you just kind of start um, just losing trust in people. You know what I'm saying? And, and uh, I feel you. You know what I'm saying? I've and, been, and, I've been like, I don't know how many uh, times by uh, were, oh. peace king, peace king. And the next thing you know, it's like, eh, that's some sucker shit, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's only a few people, bro, that, that I really rock with. Um, but this year, man, I, I wanted to do something different. You know what I mean? Like, I wanted to mm -hmm. reach out to artists that I really like. And, and I oh, want to, yeah. and I want to, I want to like work with these people, man. Like, it's not all about money and all this bullshit. Like, if, if you're in this lane and you're trying to make it about money, you're fucking crazy. You're fucking crazy because making a couple thousand bucks here and there, that how you ain't gonna be able to make a, a real life for yourself off of making a couple thousand here and there. Like, yeah, don't don't try to make this shit about money because you're yeah. playing yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, straight up. Just worry, putting out really dope content, making those relationships with those artists, and 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 creating 
just this fucking catalog that's going to last forever. You know what I'm saying? Because what me and Etho did, there's going to be some people that might not even catch up to it until right ne- until next year. You know, what for I mean? real. And then for whatever. Real. And that that is that is the best part about it. Yeah, man. is that people will catch strays. You know what I'm saying? Like a year later, like what the fuck? What is this? This came out when? Yeah, man. And that happens with me a lot. People go, "Oh shit!" Yes, I just caught onto your shit. You got 20 albums out. I'll be like, "Yeah, I got probably more than that." <laughs> you know. So I guess, but what I'm saying though, man, is this year I'm really focusing on um, just putting out a fucking plethora of really good shit with a lot of dope artists, man. Like my first one coming out with with this dude Vega, Vega Seven, the Ronin. Um, really good, really cool dude. Um, just lyricism to the max you know what i'm saying like this guy he's got a lot of ill shit um putting out stuff with the homie ufo thieve i already told you saw um daniel son i got i got one coming out with my boy xp the marksman um chino xl of course right um doing some shit with cool g rap you know those are the obviously records look Um, at this guy doing some stuff with him obviously another bigger record um, but I'm, you know, like I said, I'm going to focus on people who I like, you know, and, yeah. and who I want to build with but as you should sauce heist. I'm doing some shit with sauce heist and doing some shit with, with my boy fast life. Uh, this dude, Noah, the flood, um, Hey, just, Noah, the flood. Nice. Yeah, yeah. He's dope, man. And me, me and me and me and Asia, me and planet Asia are going to lock back in do another one. Dope. Um, you know I mean, so it's just, I'm, I'm really trying to like, and I listen to people, uh, Ben, Man, when's that Danielson album coming? And people have been asking me to do that for like five years. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> it's happening, <laughs> you know. There you Sorry, go. It's a little while, but you know, it, it's happening, and um, I think people are gonna are, are gonna like what we do. And like again, man, like I think, like I said, I think this year I'm really focusing on trying to just work with a whole bunch of people that I think are dope, and just put out crazy shit, man. You know, not trying to worry about too much, trying to. Everyone's trying to, you know, just one up each other. You know, I'm working with DJ Muggs or I'm working with Inca. Who cares, man? Like, you could put out a DJ Muggs record and that shit could be fucking trash, man. I'm sorry. Muggs is a legend. Salute, bro. All day. It just doesn't really mean anything anymore. You know what I mean? I hate to say it like that because I sound like a fucking hater, but I mean, there's so much ill shit out there, bro. There's so much ill shit that you know let let those people go ahead and, and do that and go listen to that one yeah, yeah. we're gonna be sturdy right here in this lane just building fucking fire content and when they catch up it's gonna be there ready and waiting for them and they're gonna be like Damn, exactly i feel fucking stupid i slept on this shit <laughs> exactly there you go there you go well, it's all, it's yo all, man shout out to everybody doing their thing man it's a, it's yeah. a, Doing doing music in this in this kind of genre is real tough, man. Because everybody everybody has an opinion about one thing or another. Don't matter yep. what it is, and you're not gonna make everybody happy. And you know, just a gem for any of the younger dudes coming up. Um, you know, the younger producers and C's whoever trying to get their shit on and try to figure out. You know, what I'm saying like how you even get to the point that I'm at. And I, and I, like I said, man, I'm still relatively fucking small fish 
you just got to believe in your shit, man. Stand on it. All don't, day. Don't compromise for nobody. You know what I'm saying? And just keep shooting your shot, man. You know, Listen to you, constructive criticism, too. Yeah, don't take everything so fucking personal, man. Don't take anything personal. You yeah. put yourself out there. Yeah, yeah. People you are gonna put yourself criticize. out there. You can't take it personal, man. Like, uh, I, I, it's funny. I was talking to I was talking to G Rap the other day, and we were talking about the same shit. He's like, he's like, Ben, you think I give a fuck about what people are saying about me or my record? <laughs> he, goes, record. he goes, I Damn could straight. have a record with Big Daddy Kane, KRS One, Rakim, produced by DJ Premier, and some fucking goofball is gonna be in the comments and go, "This ain't it." Yeah. <laughs> yep. Facts, bare facts. Can't worry about that shit, man. Can't worry about that shit. Especially you, you, you know what you're doing, man. You know what you're doing, and you know, you know what you're doing, and you know how to do it. So you just keep doing you, man. You're good. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, it is. Like I said, man, I feel like it's getting elevated. Um, you know, the older I get, the, the wiser I get. Just I listen, bro. I really, really do listen to like. Just everything. If I'm working with someone, I'm I'm a, like a cinephile. I'll go into their shit and just digest as much of it as I can. And then when right. I come back, I just give them this massive amount of, of of beats and just stuff that I think is like tailor made for that individual. You know what I mean? Like you know, when you guys hear that Chino XL record, I think people are going to be really shocked because it's 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 not like any Chino record you've ever heard. Any, okay. this is going to be like a straight up cinematic. It's going to be like a look into this dude's like life. You know what I mean? Like right. this, this guy, we got him to open up and speak on some things. And, and I think after being in the game for 30 plus years, people are going to be like, damn, I finally know who this guy is, you know, because he's kind of like a myth. Mythologic. He is very mysterious. Yeah, he's very mysterious, he man. Very I mean, mysterious. don't know a lot about he doesn't, do press. he doesn't do a lot of press. Mm -hmm. He, uh, you know, and people just know him for being this, just, just this lyricist from hell, man. You know yep. what I mean? Uh, but he's his reputation definitely precedes him. Yeah, no, it's deeper than hell. That. Yeah, so I think people really get the people really understand, you know, a lot about him after we put out that record. And uh, you know, again, bro, I'm just very, very privileged, very lucky, very honored to. Uh, you know, to be able to do that with, with him because it's like I said, that dude's a he's been one of my all time favorites since I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, man, it's, it's dope for sure. There you go. There you go. Well, man, I want to thank you again for for spending time with us. You already know you've got an open door policy up in this bitch. You know that. Yeah, man. Whenever you guys want to hit me up, you know, after I drop shit or just whatever, man, I'm, you know, I'm here for it. Hell yeah, most definitely. And before I let you go, man, I gotta congratulate you. Thank you. Not so newlywed, but still a newlywed. <laughs> yeah, coming up on my first on my uh, one year. So hey, uh, congratulations, man! That's fucking awesome. She uh, she keeps me grounded, bro. Cause uh, love it. I'll be honest, man. You know, it's you got to have a good woman behind. Yes. You, you got to have a good support system. Um. You know, she's always pushed me into doing this stuff because there's there's a moment there where there was nobody back then. It's just was dead. Yeah. Had all this equipment sitting in my room, just collecting dust, and she was just like, "What are you doing?" She was like, "What are you?" She's like, "You don't do anything anymore." She was like, "You know," I was like, "No, I don't quit. I don't give a fuck about music anymore." Damn. She like pushed me back into it, man. And uh, good, good. 
I'm yeah, glad. A lot of props, a lot of credit for, for Hell yes. keeping me, keeping me uh, grounded with it. And, uh, you know, she's been, she's been there through all of it, man, all the ups and downs. And uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's great. It's great, man. So Dope, very, man. Very well, salute to you both. Salute to you both. You. Congratulations on on hitting almost a one year. I'm I'm really happy about that. That's Great. that's so dope. Yo, the album is out now. Yep. Yep. And you can catch it on streaming. Yep. Fat beats. And in terms of physicals. Yeah, fat beats. Hit up fat beats. Uh, they got the um, the vinyl on deck. I know a lot of people have been asking me about CDs. Um, I was gonna press them up myself, but. I might have a situation where this this other person might might want to do it. So, oh, hey, um, there you go. They're going to come out in the next no less than a month from now. Um, they'll be Dope. available. Um, Dope. So yeah, man. But vinyls are shipping. People already got them in their hands. Nice. We didn't do no pre-orders. We wanted it to do it like that. Um, because uh, I know sometimes people just don't want to wait six months to get a vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm so pre-orders are. Sometimes you forget. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! Oh damn! Oh, this came. Oh, that's right. I did order this, didn't I? Pallet <laughs> of vinyl at my front door. <laughs> but yeah, Solid, yeah, man. Yep, everything's out. Go cop, man, and I appreciate the support. Um, part three, hopefully, don't take four years to make. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're oh, gonna... yo, salute, salute, salute to your partner Ito too. Yeah, he gets he gets the same amount of credit we're giving you, man. Because you guys put out a dope record, straight up. Yeah, we work well together, man. So that's my dude right there. And like I said, we're gonna try to link back up for that third one. Uh get it in in a timely matter and uh yeah, close the book on that shit and move on to something. Word else. the fuck up. Body bag Ben, thank you once again. Until the next time we get you up in the lounge space. Enjoy the rest of your day, homie. Peace, bro. Peace.